Welcome to the latest episode of Dialogues on Applied Channel Theory. I'm Jonathan in Beijing. And today I'm here with Dr. Meng, who's, in, who's also in Beijing. Hello, John. Hello, everyone. Probably people who listened to us last year, they probably heard that episode with Dr. Meng already, who he talked uh, quite a bit about um, the treatment of stroke, right? Use, especially using uh, applied channel theory type methods to treating stroke patients. And there were, since that episode was uh, published, um, there have been some people who contacted me because they had some other questions they wanted to ask Dr. Meng. So I'm going to okay. um, ask those questions a bit later in the episode. But I think what I realized too is I, um, some people might be interested in learning more about Dr. Meng's experience as a Chinese medical doctor in a TCM hospital in China because I guess the way Chinese medicine is practiced in China is quite diverse, right? There's some people that work in private clinics, like, like I work in a private clinic. So Dr. Wang has another uh, apprentice, Dr. Yu Quen. Some people have met her, and she works in like a, a community health center, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it looks like a smaller kind of uh, hospital type slash clinic. Yeah, it's more of an outpatient clinic, right? So like if you right, want to see right. a family doctors or you want to, mm-hmm. they even have like TCM like mm-hmm. sections, right? Departments in those, those Actually, clinics. It's more like the GP, the, the general practitioner mm-hmm. in over, uh, overseas. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, there are private clinics, more and more private clinics now in, in Beijing. So people sometimes after they graduate from TCM University, they end up, uh, some people go with the private clinic route. Would you say a majority of your, the, your classmates ended up in hospitals or? Uh, basically speaking, here in China or in Beijing, we have a totally different system or the medical system. Uh, since the, uh, the way how you get into the medical school or the medical university, I think is quite different from uh, Western countries, for example, like in the States or the, the Canada. Uh, usually we have to apply, we can apply medical school or university directly after you graduate from your high school. Technically or literally, you can be a doctor after your bachelor's uh, course. Uh, but as you mentioned, it's, it's very difficult or there is a very fierce competition between the graduates. When you only get a bachelor's degree, it's almost impossible for you to enter uh, any public medical uh, units like the clinic or the uh, hospitals, especially like triple A. Uh, we gave different levels of the hospital and triple A means the best or the top level of the hospitals. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if you have, if you want to enter a triple A or one of the top or the best or the biggest hospital here in in China or especially in Beijing, then you have to finish a, a doctor's degree. I mean, you have to be a a real doctor. I mean, for the medical course. like a PhD, getting a PhD degree. You mean right? Yeah. Or yes, a PhD or MD, medical doctor, right? Yeah. So you have to finish your bachelor's course then uh, for five years. And you have to continue your master's degree for another three years. And you have to um, success in your uh, doctor's degree. Then after that, you can you only have the opportunity to have the access to the AAA hospitals here mm-hmm. in Beijing. So, anyways, the, it's very the competition is very fierce. You have to you know um, face the competition. Then you can finally enter uh, public. A hospital with triple A level, especially Beijing, right? So if you lived in like in a smaller town or a village, it probably wouldn't be yeah, as maybe challenging. <laughs> so anyway, but here in China, you know, we have a 
huge population mm -hmm. and uh, I can see the data about the graduates from medical school, especially the three years of the pandemic. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, high school uh, graduates, they choose to enter the medical university or the colleges, which make uh, uh, becoming a doctor, entering a public hospital uh, even harder. From your experience, well, after graduating from your, from your uh, master's degree, you entered into the uh, Hukosu TCM hospital. And how is the experience as a young practitioner while you are there? Like what kind of, you have to go through further training, right? When you first enter right. the hospital. Because I, I graduated from the Beijing University of Chinese Medicine in 2010, uh, but I still I have to finish uh, about three years training in real clinic. So mostly I spent five years in inpatient department and we say the, the resident time. So after the resident time, I have to attend several uh, training program to get my attending physician. It took me about six years for me to get my attending physician. And after getting my attending physician title, then I have to work very hard to get what I am now. I'm a deputy chief physician for now in the inpatient department and also uh, when you get your deputy chief physician, then you can go to you can work in inpatient department and also outpatient department in my hospital. When you first started at the uh, at the hospital, you had to spend three years doing mm -hmm. training. So, what did that training include? Like, what kind of training did that involve? For example, like me, my, uh, my special or my major or my specialization is acupuncture, but it doesn't work like that in public hospitals, especially like AAA hospitals, you have to get familiar with all different majors or special uh, specializations, which means you have to go to the internal medicine department, you have to go to the surgery department, and you have to go to some other departments, you have to get familiar with other departments techniques, it uh, cost it spends me like three years to finish all the like uh, going different uh, departments. How often do you spend in each department? Is it a few months like or is half, it? Like half a year or that depends. If uh, we say internal internal medicine department, it cost me like one year to finish all the different departments in the internal medicine. And this is all in uh, in the inpatient wards, right? The inpatient yes, departments? It's, yeah. yes. And is it focused more on Western medicine or Chinese medicine or both? Mm -hmm. We say yes, both, I will say, because we uh, call it integrated medicine of the traditional Chinese medicine and the Western medicine. Because in, in China, especially in Beijing, a lot of uh, Western hospitals in China, in Beijing, then sometimes if you, if you know nothing about the Western medication, then it, you can't uh, qualify for a, a for doctor. It requires us to know all the related uh, knowledge how to read a CT scan or you have to interpret it, the laboratory test for your patient. And also the Western medication, right? That you have to prescribe right, to right, patients too. Right, right. because we're, we're also qualified to prescribe Western medication. It's, it's a little bit different from the doctors from you know, some mm -hmm. other countries. Here in China, if you're qualified for a TCM doctor or the Western medicine doctor, then you can prescribe both. I mean, traditional Chinese medicine or the Western medication. The training you did, was it mainly in your hospital, the Hukusu hospital, or did, it, did you have to go to other hospitals to, to complete the training? If you're interested, because in Beijing, 
uh, we have a lot of uh, specialized hospitals. For example, some hospitals are famous for their bone setting department. And for example, like my hospital, it is also known as a Beijing acupuncture hospital, which means uh, we are very famous for the acupuncture techniques. So if you're interested like the bone setting or the Chinese twin hospital, then you can apply for a two years or a one year, half a year internship uh, in some other hospitals. That's mm -hmm. also uh, possible. So after you finish doing your the three initial three years of, those, those, mm -hmm. of training, then you ended up at the uh, acupuncture department of your hospital, mm -hmm. right? I have in the inpatient ward, major, right? Yes, inpatient yeah. department because I'm, I'm my specialization is acupuncture. So finally, I, I will go back to my own uh, department and start to uh, work as a doctor in inpatient department. When you first entered your the inpatient department, were you first trained again, and then later they slowly give you patients, or immediately are you given patients to start to I take think, care of? Uh, if if the the hospital feels uh, you're qualified to get back to your own hospital, then you can start uh, to treat your own patient in the inpatient department. But at the same time, I think you have some sort of like the supervisor eyes your every single move your medical <laughs> uh, medical move for example whether it's appropriate for you to prescribe like herbs or uh, whether it is correct or proper for you to conduct uh, some acupuncture um, treatment is all being supervised is that for your entire time you're there or is it over time they give you more and more independence or uh, it's all about the system uh, how it works here in public hospitals especially in AAA hospitals. It's a, it has a very similar system here working in, in Beijing. We have the three levels. The first level is quite familiar with the, uh, similar to the Western medicine. So we have the resident, and we have attending physician, and we have the uh, deputy uh, chief physician or the chief physician is something like that. If you are working as a resident, which means you are supervised by your attending physician. If you're working as an attending physician, which means you are supervised by the deputy chief physician. While you're in the inpatient wards, uh, the treatments you provide the patients is a combination of Western medicine and Chinese medicine? Mm -hmm. we, we provide the Western medicine or the traditional Chinese medicine at the same time. But here in my hospital, as I mentioned, we have a lot of, lot of you know, top hospitals in Beijing because the Beijing city is the capital city of China, which means it guarantees, it gathers most of the top medical ex experts. We have a lot of hospitals who have their own specialization. For example, again, for my hospital, also known as uh, acupuncture hospital, most of the patients, they come to my hospital for the acupuncture treatment. Uh, because uh, in China, also almost every single Chinese, they just believe in uh, traditional Chinese medicine, they mm -hmm. believe in the acupuncture, and we don't have to do a, a lot of explanation work uh, in advance because they come to your hospital, which means they already believe in acupuncture. So mm -hmm. most of the patients, they, they would like to receive the acupuncture treatment mm -hmm. and they, they won't, um, I think they will accept uh, uh, some other Western medication at the same time. Generally speaking, we, we, pro we provide both at the same time. So the patients you're seeing, I think we mentioned this in the last episode, mainly they, if they're, they're usually not in the acute phase, right? They didn't just recently get 
the stroke, right? Usually they're, they've, they're released from one Western medical hospital and then they end up for rehabilitation to go to your hospital. Is that the case or? Yes, right. Because uh, for example, like we, whenever we're talking about the, the stroke patient, there is a, a, a terms, uh, I, I mean, we can define the term by the, the time, how, how, how many days they're on their onsets. So generally speaking, if within the first two weeks of the onsets, we say acute phase of the stroke, and after two weeks, then we say it's their recovery phase. So most of the patient, I mean, most of the stroke patient in my hospital, and we, uh, they are on their recovery phase. So which means we don't usually treat acute phase of the stroke patient. And uh, they, most of the patients that will choose uh, the first aid, right? They, they will call an ambulance and the ambulance will take the patient directly into the Western hospital. And after two weeks after their um, acute phase of the stroke, then they will be transferred into some other traditional Chinese medicine hospital. Uh, because here in China, I'm, I'm not sure whether the Western doctors, Western medicine doctors uh, uh, overseas, they, they have the same opinion because here, uh, most of the Western uh, medical doctors, they believe that uh, after the mm, acute phase of the stroke, and there is nothing they can do. So they just uh, told the patient to be transferred into like the traditional Chinese medicine hospital. And if you're interested, then you can mm, go on the, like the PubMed or the CNKI, which uh, uh, I mean the, the database. So we can find a lot of, you know, journals or the articles published about the effectiveness for acupuncture to treating post-stroke patients. So yeah. for your, your patients that you treat when they are uh, in the recovery phase, how long do they stay in your hospital usually for their mm. these their treatments? I guess it, obviously it depends on the kind of right. their situation, right. the severity of the disorder, but in general, right. if you can make yeah. a generalization. Yes. So in general, we, we, can, we hospitalize the, the post-stroke patients for like uh, three weeks or four weeks Maxim, maximum, because according to some regulations of the medical healthcare insurance here in Beijing or in, in China, but they if they uh, still want to uh, continue their rehabilitation mm -hmm. treatment, then they can, you know, uh, spend uh, more time in the public hospitals, I mean, in the inpatient department, because according to our medical regulations for the post-stroke patients, they can get their fees. I mean, they can get their treatment fees covered by the uh, public medical health in insurance for the very first six months after the onset of the stroke, which means they have pretty time to, you know, to being hospitalized and receive the acupuncture treatments. I mean, like the acupuncture, the moxibustine, the rehabilitation, and the herbs, all that kind of stuff can be covered by the medical insurance. It's like it's like fully covered. I I would like to say more than seventy percent of their. That's amazing. It's pretty good, right, right? That's very good. Yeah. So then, and then, how like on average, how long do most patients stay there for rehabilitation? Is it most people are gone, finish okay by after the first three four weeks, or do most people spend longer time? Uh, as I mentioned, because uh, it's much more difficult uh, and uh, uh, for the patient to uh, doing their rehabilitation process uh, than we can imagine because the, the stroke, right? The post-stroke patients, they're facing a very uh, chronic process of 
rehabilitation, which means it takes much longer time than they initially imagined, uh, which means after the first uh, uh, treatment uh, with three or uh, four weeks, then most of the patients will just uh, probably go back uh, in the inpatient department and continue their rehabilitation treatment. We always say that it make it may take you know several months to uh, for our doctors to notice there is some development uh, to to see. Anyway, it's very very difficult. So how do you measure the progress of their uh, their treatment, the rehabilitation? Example, yes, for example, some patients they may have difficulties in speaking, right? Their ability in, in talking or in communicating. Maybe at the very first beginning, they can even pronounce a single word or they can say a single sentences. Then we have to start our acupuncture treatments and we can choose some uh, local points and we can choose some distance uh, points. After a while, then we can start uh, to notice that the patient can pronounce uh, several words or maybe it's not that clear, but they can. And some patients, they may have difficulties in, in walking, like their the upper limbs or the lower limbs, and we can give needles on the related points. And after a while, then we can start to notice that the patient can, you know, work a little bit with the help from others. So anyway, they, they are making uh, improvements, then we can tell. Okay, so it seems like for a lot of the stroke patients for recovery, they require quite a few months in order to right. reach a right. certain level right. of improvement. And we always say that it's not always depends on the doctors. It's much more like a cooperation between the doctors and the patients. And uh, we always told the patients that you cannot rely, totally rely on the doctors and you have to involve yourself, get yourself involved in this whole process of rehabilitation. Then you have to uh, participate like Whenever we're doing the acupuncture on their upper limbs and we're trying to tell the patient to feel the needle sensation because uh, after the stroke, some of the patients, they may have difficulties in the, 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 sense, the sensory, right? So I have mm -hmm. to let them to feel whether they can feel the, like the, the numbness or the, mm -hmm. the, the soreness of the uh, needle after uh, needle insertion. So anyway, it's a cooperation between the patient mm -hmm. and our doctors. Okay, so I go into some of the questions. Some of the uh, some people asked me to, I guess, to pass on to you. One is one person was wondering about more chronic kind of stroke patients. So they've maybe had their stroke, for example, five years previously, and maybe they didn't. If it's in the West, most likely they might not have received any kind of acupuncture type treatments. So for these types of patients, what? The basic question is like, how long should they, the patient receive treatments for, or how long will it, mm -hmm. they need to actually see improvement um, for this type of patient? I, he didn't. There wasn't any detail on the exact symptoms the patient was suffering from, but I'm assuming like hemiparalysis and possibly mm -hmm. speech issues. Or, I don't know. So I, I, yes, it's a good question, and it, I think we can find uh, basic answers from the regulations about the medical health care insurance here in China and in Beijing because it's regulated that only the patient within the first six months, their treatment fees can be covered by the medical oh. Which means that if uh, you have suffered this post-stroke um, disease for quite a long time, is um, there is nothing more we can do to make the improvements. So uh, in that case, we usually 
uh, refers the, the, the patient or recommended the patient to uh, receive the uh, acupuncture or the rehabilitation only in the outpatient department. And these fees can also be covered. But uh, after six months of the onset of the post-stroke, then you still want to be hospitalized, then you have to, you know, you cannot get your fees covered by medical insurance anymore. So in your uh, so in your outpatient clinic, obviously the, the, if they have health insurance, they can still claim the for the outpatient clinic, they can still claim claim their right. their fees, right? So mm -hmm. for patients like that who have chronic more chronic uh, stroke, like uh, they've had it for five years, um, mm -hmm. do you see these types of patients in your outpatient clinic? Yes, and we yes. have uh, we have seen a lot of you know uh, post stroke patients. Uh, they suffered for like more than one year or more than two years or even years then. They can still go to the outpatient department and receive that sponsored treatment. And what, um, what kind of progress do you see with these more chronic uh, you type can cases? See that we, by using the acupuncture treatment, we can delay the processing of the muscle atrophy, which means uh, especially on the affected side of their limbs, because we say uh, if a patient suffered from post-stroke disease, and if, uh, especially for quite a long time, because they usually have difficulties in moving. So they will not, you know, uh, do the like the normal daily movements or activities, which means they may uh, have more time lying down on their couch or on their bed. And gradually you can find them, their muscles are in the processing of atrophy. So by using the acupuncture treatments, we can uh, strengthening their local uh, muscles and we can delay the processing of the muscle atrophy and something like that. And in uh, traditional Chinese medicine theory, whenever we're putting needles on the, especially on the Yangming channels, we can provide more qi and blood, or we say we can activate the circulation of the local qi and blood and trying to delay the processing of the muscle muscle atrophy, something like that. And for these types of patients, how many of them do you see them actually regain improved like movement in their limbs? So they have that spasticity or like paralysis, how many of them, like if they're only able to lift their arm only so high, maybe how long, like do you see improvement in terms of walking or movement of their limbs too? But uh, it, it takes much more, uh, much longer time. Uh, for example, if a patient uh, came to my outpatient department like three times a week, and generally I think it would take like more than two months to before we can see the improvements. How many? How long would you treat this type of patient for? If they're... If, they're, if they're willing to come to my outpatient department, they're welcome. I, I will tell them, yes, it's effective there for the, uh, for the acupuncture treatment to for you. It is. Uh, it's beneficial, but it takes, you know, much longer time for you to see the benefit. Okay, that's great. And another question was basically, uh, do you needle bilaterally or do you needle on one side or just uh -huh. on one side? I guess it depends what you're treating. So, for example, we say uh, most of the patients we, we're treating, their post-stroke patients. So at the very first beginning, we only put needles on the effective side. Uh, and uh, it's really depends on the the uh, the palpation on the channels like we talked about earlier uh mm -hmm. it's uh it's a theory from dr wang Ji, right the channel mm -hmm. palpation then first we palpate the chan the patient's channels on effective side then we can find the abnormalities on some related channels where then we can put different we can select different acupoints accordingly 
but it lasts for like uh, two months, three months, and uh, occasionally we can also choose um, acupoints on the healthy side. For example, the, the patient, the practice side is on his left, then sometimes occasionally we can choose the points on his right side. But eventually, if after six months of the uh, of the, the, the post-stroke, then we probably will not choose too many points on affected side because it will cause more spasm on the affected side, which means we cannot never use very strong hand stimulation on the points on affected side. So hmm. generally, it really depends on the face of the uh, disease, different phases hmm. of the disease. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really that's really interesting. So even if you just use a healthy side, you will also see improvement, right, in their right their right, condition. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So uh, thanks a lot, Xiaonan. Like we, we'll probably have to continue this discussion um, in future. I, I think a lot of people are interested in learning more about how Chinese medicine is is practiced in China. I think most of the, our listeners are you know they're in different parts of the world. So um, yeah, I think. I'm sure if people have more questions they want me to pass on to Dr. Meng, just just let me know. You can uh, post them to us. Because um, then, you know, like, even if we just look at Dr. Meng's different apprentices, right? The different, like, the mm-hmm. official apprentices. Everyone, after graduating from TCM, they went different routes, right? We have right. Dr. Meng has a couple of apprentices who work at the Chinese Medical Publishing uh, House, mm-hmm. right? And work mainly just working on books, right? Like publishing, editing books. Right. Uh, Dr. Wahlmin works at the was a teacher at the Beijing School of the Blind, and she has her own massage clinic. As we were mentioning earlier, Dr. Yu works in the uh, that community community clinic. Healthcare we call center. it healthcare. community healthcare center. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, I went the uh, private clinic route because I don't think I would have even because as a, a, a expat or a foreigner, I don't think I would have been even been able to work at a public hospital. <laughs> so, Probably, like in theory. Uh, in you theory, can work in a, yes, you can I don't think I want to. <laughs> you don't want to, yeah. Yeah, I don't want I'm too old to go through all that. Like, yeah. Coding, I just uh, get off from my, my net shift. I barely had any time to sleep. Then we have a lot of work to do. Yes. Yeah, yeah so sound that I think Dr. Meng's uh, life, style, I don't think I'd be able to handle it. It's very, a lot of stress, a lot of things you have to deal with. Like, I mean, you are doing, you know, really important things, right? Like, the benefits of working in a hospital is that you can um, see a lot of you can really focus on a very specific illness and be very good at that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I think what, another cool thing is that you're able to do a lot of big clinical studies. So that's very good mm-hmm. for you know the future generations of uh, and current generations of Chinese medical practitioners. And thirdly, because it's affiliated with the Beijing University of Chinese Medicine, you're also able to train students, right? So you're able right. to like do a lot of teaching too for students, uh, Chinese mm-hmm. students, which I think is a great great opportunity. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dr. Mo, you know, it's, it's great talking to you and we will continue talking. He's, he has a night, he yeah, just yeah. finished his night shift, so he needs to go to sleep. I think it's, oh, yeah. it's my pleasure. It's okay. my pleasure for just sharing my experience or the, uh, uh, medical, especially my medical ex- experience with yeah. all of you. Yeah. I think in the future we'll ask, maybe we can discuss more, uh, concrete cases and just go into more specific detail about certain approaches to treating stroke. I think it would be interesting. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Okay. See you on that.